welcome back to the second episode of the TMH podcast. I'm joined by Stephen Sylvester. Dad, how are you doing today? Yeah, really well. Thanks, Zach. Good, good. Um, but let's just give a quick shout out. I just want to say welcome to anyone new watching the channel, um, listening to the podcast um, and welcome to another episode. I'm excited to be getting into it today um, and talking about what's the topic we just went over. Control. Mm. Control in life. I think when we consider we're just coming out of lockdown, um, we've had a sense of being out of control for three months mm -hmm. during the lockdown process. I think it's good to probably shed a bit of light on what a world champion or an elite athlete does when they feel out of control. Yeah, fascinating stuff. I mean, it's incredible when you look at what you've, um, the different range of sports that you've worked in. Would you say that it's the same across all sports? Yeah, I think it is. The findings are the same because we're human. Mm. So when we sense that immediacy of, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen here, mm. it's at that moment we need to be clear, be flexible on our thinking to say, okay, I can accept that I'm not in control here. Mm. And the moment you get to that point, really deeply accepting the situation that you're not in control, you then find a array of light that gives you some control <laughs> I hope yeah. it, it's hard yeah, it's to quite paradox understand almost. Yeah. Mm. so being out of control is an indicator of how much control you can take in order to execute your skills or your thinking at that particular moment so take Go on, give, give an example yeah, yeah a good example would be Valentino Rossi a, right. a, a racing bike rider you know who who literally imagine taking a bend with the rear end coming out one hand off the handlebar he's completely doesn't know where this bike's going doesn't mm. know actually how to control it and at that moment he knows he's totally out of control mm -hmm. he might have gone over oil so the tires are now slipping everywhere yeah and it's at that moment of being out of control that he his senses increase to take just enough control of the situation mm. to stay on the bike mm -hmm. and and continue the race and that happens in every different sports uh, you know a cricketer he gets hit from a fast bowler who's bat batting and it gets a violent delivery and it's, it's rearing towards his his head and he feels i'm out of control here and at that moment he makes a decision to pull back the control so it happens quite quickly, but it's a, a sense of knowing that um, this could go anywhere and I'm not sh quite sure on the answers. Snooker yeah. player um, in a world final, he's, he's, he thinks he's got the pot, yep. he misses the pot and he's completely out of control. And then he gets back to the table and all he tries to do is control the elements that he can control. Yeah. Just one step at a time. And by doing that, he, he regains control. Yeah, you're you're so, talking about an actual example, someone you worked with, right? Yeah. In that case. Yeah, in that case. And in that instant, so he was trying to put a ball to win the tournament, misses it, and everything is now out of control, and he's just, his yeah. world's falling apart. And you're saying only then was he able to think about what he can control, and that helped. Yeah, so he, he his, his dream of becoming world champion diminished, just went from him at that moment. Yeah. And it was when that, when that had gone... That's when he sat in his chair and just realised, I'm out of control. It's gone. Mm. And at that moment of letting go of control, you find a way. F you find a way forward. You you basically get more control. Yeah. So it it is kind of like a paradox, but you have to be in that situation where you're forced to not realise that control is a, is a, is a 
is a big thing. We all need control. It's a universal to being human. But actually, if you're progressing and you're doing something quite tough in yeah. your life, then you're going to be challenged on the control. And that's, that's, the, that's the flexibility you've got to have. Are you flexible enough to relax in trying to control things when you know you're out of control? How would you sit on that on that spectrum? Um, personally, yeah, personally, I, yeah. I think I think I've got a, a tolerance for being out of control. Mm. I don't, you know, it's for others to say that live with me, like yourself and mm. your family. But I think invariably, I um, take things from that perspective because my learning has been that perspective, right. and I've had different experiences that, you know, particularly with um, unfairness and when doors shut in your face and opportunities are are restricted, you, you just have to keep going and keep going until you find a way. Mm. Um, so so I would say, you know, what well, about and, yourself? And keep going and keep going until you find a way has helped you be better at dealing when you feel out of control. Yeah, I think, I think when you have Given successes... It, yeah, an example. So what you, you say that you talk a lot and in your book... Um, detox your ego you talk about um, your reflections as what you how your mindset was as a player a uh, cricket player back in back in the day mm. and how different it is now in terms of what you're telling the people you consult with in sport for example on the topic of control yeah so when was that realization of, yeah and was it something where you used to be a little bit more I need more control and now you're not and then you learn from it or yeah, talk a little bit about that yeah interesting I think um as a performer and yeah, I grew up with the kind of 101 in psychology, bigger, bolder, brighter, work hard, put mm. all the determination into it, um, bowl the ball in the areas that you need to bowl the ball in and work and work and work until you perfect it and you master it. All good. But what happens when you're shoved in an environment where you've got, you've got teammates looking at you like, should you really be here? You've got a crowd on your back. You, you feel vulnerable and all that, feeling of stress emanates within your body and and it affects the way you execute your rhythm of bowling um it's at that moment that you need to more acceptance and in my day when i was playing i didn't accept it as much as i should have done and it's only now that i'm able to to get people athletes to relax on that relax on your feelings relax on your stress and, it, and get immersed in the stress and just think, actually, I'm here for a reason. Mm. And if the reason is bigger than the stress, the stress has little impact. Wow. Does that make sense? I, yeah, completely. So I, I think... But I guess it's a, a question of searching for what reason, and um, whether people have a big enough, big enough reason that can kind of... Yeah. Uh, well, gateway it's not, the need to... It's not necessarily big enough. It's, it's a meaningful reason. Yeah. So... You know, um, a world champion, um, they become world champions because the, the force of being the best in the world and their dream of achieving uh, the best in the world, becoming the best in the world, mm. outweighs everything. So when they're out of control, they understand what element they can control and they just do that mm. until they get through and they're resilient enough to get through a particular difficult period where the stress is high. And they come out the other side and they're in it. And you only have these moments of intense bursts of stress through competition mm -hmm. that become what they call, inverted commas, the defining moments. And it's whether you can be flexible enough to accept being out of control 
in those defining moments. Does that does that make yeah, sense? It makes sense. And I think the reason we wanted to discuss it today is because now more than ever we need that ability. Hundred percent. Being able to accept out of control because we've used the examples of sport, but it's exactly where we I feel and I think we all feel with the lockdown and what's coming up with um everything. Yeah. So we've got to well, accept we've got being out of control. Recession. Yeah. Yeah. We've got global recession, we've got digital transformation. We've got um, all the knock-on effects of what the coronavirus has, 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 has done in the high street shops economy. Um, you know, I've got friends who have been made redundant, whether yeah. they work in the airlines uh, or in um, the banks. It's 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 a difficult it's a difficult process for mm -hmm. everyone, and that transition creates stress. And when we're stressed, we try to control things. Control things. There we go. That's the link. Yeah, that is the link. So you feel stressed because I I can speak on my own experience. Um, in for example, uh, in exams growing up, we've got um, uh, Blake, my younger brother. He's got exams on at the minute, online exams, working from home. He's only in year nine. He'll be in year ten in his GCSEs. But taking back to those early days of studying for exams, you got stress and you want to try and control everything. And the more stressed you feel, the more you how I was anyway. And I remember talking to you at the time, and you're just like, yeah. accept it. Yeah, you know, don't don't try and stress about what you can't control. Just take it. And um, I guess that's what I'm trying to think about now mm. with everything that's going on. Yeah. And having uh, this conversation, being here with you, just chatting it right now, it's, it's good to talk about these these things. Mm. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's an interesting terrain because it's hard to get the clarity of what you're trying to say, but... Um, in terms of control, being out of control, when mm -hmm. do you know the difference? When do you know to make a, a change? But we know a flexible mindset that's tolerant for, for ambiguous situations. Mm -hmm. Now, the world is living in ambiguity, you know. So it's it's at this point now when it's ambiguous, what can you do just to control one element of your life? Mm -hmm. And that's the starting point for every everybody. Um so if I turn that question on to you, what what is it when you feel you need to control something? Give me an example of where you've looked to be in more control of a situation and then and then you feel it's still not working out right and the stress mm. is going up and I'm trying even more and it's getting yeah. worse and, and so on. Yes, I, I have to, my, my, my predisposition, my personality type, I have to, you make made me more accountable to actually check in how much I do need to control things. Because <laughs> I wouldn't say I, I'm... I've got an OCD, but I'm quite organised. Very, you know. <laughs> um, I feel a bit responsible for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether you've driven it into me is another discussion. Yeah. Um, but I think that I've seen the benefits of that. What that does. So then it just makes me. Oh, I need to keep putting yeah. systems in place, being on top of things, yeah. getting things done each day. Um, but whilst being aware of how you need balance, yeah. my um, my training counters that nicely. Yeah. So I'm I'm aware that I'm getting a little bit too focused on yeah. on my tasks but then i know because i've got the training coming up yeah i can um i can are you all right for time yeah very good um i can make time to go and train and then that's my escapism yeah and I, it balances out perfectly but then for example with lockdown or different things come up such as job and work builds up too much and then you can't train mm. and then you're imbalanced yeah and that's when i realized oh, then i'm looking too much at what i've, what I've got to yeah. do and it leads to some stresses yeah um so i think you've been really helpful in, in working with me in that 
making me more aware of actually how much I was trying to control stuff. Yeah. Um, because you can't, you know, yeah. things are coming up and that's where this period of, of, um, of lockdowns really helped yeah. me reflect on. It's just going, now you have to stay at home. You, you have to do this. Yeah. You can't go there. You can't, you know, um, have that escapism that I needed from for certain things. Um, and then that forces you to look even more internally about what what is it that you try and take control of each day and why. And I think some of it was distraction. Some of it was a drive to try and keep every, a lot yes, of things it's, going. It's, you, know? It's, you know, when when we take control, when we exert control, it mm. makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of, of actually dealing with stress mm. by being overtly controlling. Yeah. I definitely get that from mum. Yeah. <laughs> slight bit of stress she's cleaning the house she's you know she's just something that can distract distract away from it yeah the the point about this is i mean you make a good point about training and how that can balance your Mm. stress in that because obviously when you train you 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 trigger adrenaline and you get a good feeling uh, from from training yeah um so so that's good and that kind of balances Mm -hmm. stress and being out of control for me that you have but but i think the point about it is is that you want to you want to realise that it's about psychological balance mm-hmm. first and then the physical balance is just something you do, you know, physical activity and training, it's just something that you add on because you have psychological balance. Yep. And psychological balance is the ability to be flexible with something that's uncertain in your life. And that is really difficult to do. How do you develop that flexibility when something is uncertain? And that's the conversation and paying attention to it and being more aware of it and understanding the importance of being open internally with yourself about what things you prefer to avoid and what things you you, you really um, want to pay attention to. What are they and how do they impact? Um, so, yeah, I don't know what you think of that. but I think it's, um, it's really interesting. I think in terms of avoidance, so you're actually trying to control stuff because you're avoiding... Uh, maybe a deeper question deeper insight i think that's going to be um a, a good point of reflection for maybe uh for myself yeah. i don't talk about anyone else but just for myself um with things coming up uncertainty is mm. like literally imminent every day just trying to work out what what's going to be happening and yeah no one really knows so does that cause are you i'm ask i'll ask you a question do you think that causes you to want to avoid that thought of what's going to happen, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think everybody, you, you, it's a natural human phenomena to just say, let's avoid the future. We don't quite know what's going to happen. The mm. unknown, it's unprecedented times. And because of that, everybody's in avoidance. Yeah. No one wants to stop, even though we're stopped. You know, the work mm. isn't the natural flow. We, no one, you know, our natural human instinct it's just to avoid stuff we don't know about. So having conversations on the unknown causes a lot of stress and then we try and control the conversation. Well, we shouldn't control the conversation. Let's just be open. Yeah. We don't know where it's going. We, we know that the future is very uncertain. We know we have technological transformation that's yeah. just changing industries at a rapid rate. We don't know what the future landscape is going to be look like. We don't know how people are going to cope with that. Um, so I think there's a lot of uncertainty. And and the, uh, it's almost like, you know, a first aid 
situation. If it's a first aid situation, you have to then assess the, the conditions, assess what's the, what, what the warning signs are saying to you and put some action in. And I think the, the, the first thing we need to do is understand our need for control yeah. and be more flexible with it and just be almost the watchman at the gate over the need to control everything we do in our life mm -hmm. um, and have a bit more range and a bit more softness to it. Definitely. If that makes sense. 100%. Um, maybe an example would be good here. Well, I was going to, I was going to say like, uh, to be aware, you said importantly, we've addressed this idea to be aware of your need for, to control something when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling uncertain, but what can someone do to put them in a position that they are more aware to put so that they go a point in day and they, Oh, they observe I'm feeling this way. Yeah. I know what you're going to say here, but no, <laughs> it'll on, be helpful. Well, it's the five a day, isn't it? Yeah. So to do that in the morning, um, I think maybe it's a good time to just address maybe what component of the five a day would help yeah. somebody to do it each day to then become more likely to be aware yeah. of, God, I feel like this, but it's okay and let it go. Yeah. I think that's the first one. Listen, listen cool. to what you tell yourself. Do you know what I mean? What is it that you, when you wake up in the morning, what do you need to take control over? Yeah. Because... The first thing that you need to take control over, you, there's alarm bells. Hold on. Am I being, am I exerting too much control here? Mm -hmm. And is that representing something else about me? And the one thing we know that when we take that time for self-reflection, yep. the truth reveals itself. There's no hiding place from ourselves. Ooh. You know, we know it. If we That's just take that, yeah, if we take that moment to, to, to wake up and consider, listen, what am I telling myself today? What do I want to do today? What do I want control over? Um, that's an indication of where your stress might be manifesting. Yeah. It might not be, but it's a good start. It's a good starting ten. place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, that's a really, I think if we just leave in a sense, talking about that there, just so people who are listening can sit with it. Yeah. Because the five a day, which is listen, smile, have fun, put their thing, give to others some questions you can ask yourself and things to think about each day but they're so they're so almost like profoundly simple it seems like nothing but just working off that first one for today's chat yeah listen take five minutes go on the, yeah the, that's what's gonna so that's what's gonna go on to it's like, practical. An, like an emergency drill mm. every m morning for one week mm -hmm. for five minutes as soon as you wake up you consider listen to what i tell myself mm -hmm. and then see what what's what gets revealed to you yeah, as a, as a human being, if you consider that question, some more internal dialogue, just with your own thoughts and just yeah. working out. Yeah. Well, just ask yourself that question because by asking the question, it will in instinctively yeah. reveal some stuff automatically. Sorry, I have reveal a question, stuff. A question for you: Ath athletes that you've worked with in lockdown, the ones that are, are, are higher on their need for control, have coped. Have, how have they coped with the transition to then not being able to train and? Um, uh, you know, it's been it's been a tough, tough situation because, mm. you know, routine and doing things and getting ready to play your sport mm -hmm. is what athletes, elite athletes do. That's their job. That's their whole so, identity. Yeah. So when, you, that, yeah. When, when that stopped and they've got all this time mm -hmm. and with no end result to it, it causes stress and then the control comes out. Yeah. And. And so it's about getting them to address what, what things are they getting into, what hobbies they can do, how they can distract themselves from themselves. 
So just just get a bit more balance in. You're a brilliant athlete. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be ready for performance because there are no games, there are no matches. Um, so what else can you do with your time? What can you learn a bit more about yourself? How can you reflect more? And in so doing, you become you become so freer. The key to it is just re- reflection, because I think a lot a lot of um, it's reflection, asking the right question, right question what yeah. you tell you, what do you tell yourself, and what do you do that indicates that you feel in control? Mm. Because when you're out of control, remember that you make better decisions. Wow, which sounds a bit why? Because you're free of because because if you're asking yourself those control. questions. Um, no, why when you're out of control, you're in more control? Is that not? Is that like the Valentino Rossi, just the top one percenters, or is that yeah, for but everybody? I think, I think it's for everybody. I think if you think about the questions, if I feel out of control, is normally an indication that things are bad. So we then get more stressed and we lock things down. What ah. I'm saying is, you've actually got to you. celebrate that moment of being out of control because it's an indication that you will find a way if you're open to it internally first. That I'm here present to make a decision and i don't really know where this is going but it's a good indication that i don't know where it's going because something good can come from this and we need to have greater regard for ourselves because we're all capable Mm. of feeling a a high sense of regard a high understanding of who we are Mm. and when we do that regardless of what you do you can then tolerate being out of control and then make a good decision Mm. because you're out of control one step forward in that process and that's a good thing and that's what leads to another good decision and so on and then you get momentum back and that's what i say the world champions or the elite athletes they have moments of intensity where they're out of control and that moment is intense and it's the acceptance that they're out of control that brings them the control Mm -hmm. because they recognize it and they become aware of it and they just put one foot in front of the other as a result of that to get through it bring it right back down Yeah. yeah Wow, I think I think that is a good place to wrap this one up um, and keep it a short second episode back just to address these pointers and see what people think. Um, it's going to be the first time a lot of people will be watching this podcast, but it's such an important topic, this one, because I think it's a transitional period for a lot. I mean, you just mentioned to me actually yesterday how you have um, friends, close friends who are obviously in your age in your age group that are having to they're out of control in terms of their work at the minute they don't really know what's going on and then people in my age group and just a few years younger that might have had plans of going into uni or the the actual um, education is being disrupted by this whole period and so then it's bringing up the stress it's bringing up probably a, a desire for control yeah and so um you're saying to conclude yes yeah, so to conclude to ask, you it, you know, this time is making us come together. Mm-hmm. So we need to share, share it. All, all our stresses with other people, particularly on control, mm-hmm. particularly where the, where the world is going. And out of that, some good conversations will, will, will be born. Mm-hmm. And that will look I, at... I've taken stuff from this conversation. I, I like yeah. that because I've, I've heard you extensively talk on this topic, <laughs> but what I haven't heard before there, or is what's really sunk in, is the fact that when you're feeling out of control, when you then take a minute to go... God, I'm feeling out of control. That must mean I'm actually putting a lot of pressure on myself to control it, and it's okay. And you're actually giving yourself a better sense of um, self-regard, That's self-worth. It. And I feel like a lot of people are struggling with their worth because I know from speaking to some of them, yeah. some of your clients, that as soon as their identity's gone from football or to yeah. business, just things aren't going well, yeah. then their self-regard's down. But it's like, do you really want your identity wrapped up so much in that that you can't? 
but that's it. But it's, it's obviously ridiculous. Yeah, hard question. It, it's even. a really hard because you know what we do and how we live is relates very significantly to our own self concept. Yeah. So they're they're kind of inextricably linked, mm. um, and so we can't do one without the other, hand in glove. That kind of scenario. And what we're saying here to get psychological balance, you need to let go of control and realize that we can separate our own self worth from what we do. And that's what I've been doing with elite athletes. Say, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to go out and walk the dog or I'm going to train the dog rather than um, get immersed into just... Do some more running my, and doing yeah, it, yeah, and going... Just and, have a bit mm, more balance. And by doing that, do, yeah. and, and, and not notwithstanding the fact that when we are giving and we're gaining a small group to talk to about these issues and, and sharing, it actually helps your self-esteem and helps you to separate out your work from who you are as a person. And that's a necessary thing to do now when the landscape looks so different and, and moving forward, it's going to be even more different. So it's really important that we separate out who we are um, from what we do. Wow. Dad, pleasure speaking to you as always. And you. I think um, that's a really good place to bring the second episode to an end. Um, but just to do a few quick Quick shout outs. I mean, anything you want to say? Are you happy to leave it there? No, I'm good. It's been great. Thanks it's for been the good. I, I think for today, because of the timing, yeah. keep this one a bit shorter. But um, yeah, this is now out. Our podcast is available on Spotify. It's We're going to have the visuals for this one on YouTube and some other streaming platforms. All of the links will be in the show notes and in the descriptions. And once again, it's been it's been great. I'm so excited to be doing this and to be able to do this frequently. It's going to be really good to see what other topics we can bring up yeah, and talk about. It'd be about. good to hear from people too. Yeah, 100%. when you put this out, I don't that's know another how. thing. Yeah, just get in touch. All our social media tags are will be in in the. I'm really bad at. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, yeah, they'll all be attached. So get in touch. Um, drop us a message, and and we, we'll we'll build on it and yeah. get some more pointers to talk about. But. Um, for now, I think that's been a good place to end it. So Brilliant. enjoy the rest of your day and I'll, um, I'll speak to you in the next one. Thank you. Have a great day.